0: This week, it just got exciting at Dear Dairy. We're starting a new series, answering the questions that you asked on Instagram. And today's topic is dear to me, especially because it's about, you know, desiring the pure milk of the word so we can grow up in our salvation. It's about pursuing growth and maturity in Christ. And with me here today, our first guest ever... (laughs) I can't think of a better person to talk about this subject, and he's, he's someone that I have admired from afar, maybe from near if that's even a word, but hearing him share the word of God on every occasion reveals something new, and I guess today is Reverend Robin Hughes. He's a pastor at Zion Impact Ministries and KCF, which is Kingdom Christian Fellowship. And a fun fact is he's a musician and an occasional photographer. So I'll definitely include the links of some of his music in the summary section of this episode. Okay. So Reverend Robin, welcome to the Daily Room. Thank you for honoring our invitation.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you for having
2: me. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Yes. So we're we're glad you could make it because um, I know especially he just shared a sermon not too long ago. So. You must be. (laughs) Anyway, so thank you so much. Okay, so we'll just dive right into the conversation, into the part that we're all waiting for, the conversation on growth and maturity in Christ. Okay, so Reverend Robin, typically when we start school, for example, right, there are stages that we go through. So we go through class one, then class two, then by the time we realize we were writing BC or WAC or other major examinations, but really in our Christian lives, we may not see clear physical structures like the way we see in school to say that, oh, maybe we've achieved this or we've achieved that. And I think that this analogy, I believe, will, will help our conversation. So Based on, on, on this that I've just shared, my first question to you is What does it really mean when we say someone is spiritually mature? Like, are they in the you know, spiritual university level kind of thing? You know, what does it really mean to say somebody is spiritually mature, they're growing in, in Christ?
1: Huh. all right. This is interesting. This question will lead me to almost preach a sermon, but I <laughs> I not So yes, so the thing is that uh, the Bible, so one guy came to Nicodemus came to Christ, his name was Nicodemus, and he came to Christ Nicodemusly, as I like to say. Right. And he asked him a question. He said, Oh, thou good teacher. And he said, Christ thought, uh, unless you be born again, you can't see the kingdom. And then in, uh, in Christ the and "Unless you be born of uh, water and the Spirit, you can't enter." That was the first time Christ mentioned being born again,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And first, uh, Second Peter talks about, I think Second or First Peter, he mentioned about uh, as newborn babes desire the sincere work of the word that you may go thereby. So that statement that Peter made, First Peter chapter two, verse two indicates the that there's that when we come born again, we are babies. Yeah. So there are stages. Like the example you gave that was from nursery to class one and all that to high school to Jesus. This is, it suggests high school to university. It's the same thing with our with our walk with God. And I like to list a few stages. Mm-hmm. But, but the first thing you must understand is that you must first become born again.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Because unless you be born again, there is no way you can even begin your journey
2: yeah. as
1: a child of god or with god or, with god, or walk with god mm-hmm. i like to read a few scriptures so uh, Romans chapter 3 verse 23. i'll keep this very brief so that i don't preach the same one <laughs> Romans 3 verse 23 let me open my bible there quickly uh it says the words for all have sinned and fall, fallen short of the glory of god so that's this is what happened when when god created man in the garden of eden we all know what happened. When the serpent came and deceived Eve, and the woman ate, and her husband decided to also eat it, knowing very well what he was about to do, and the man fell sin and fell short of the glory of God. So the entirety of humanity, right from Adam, had fallen short because Adam was the first was the first man, and it was from Adam that all of us came out of. Yeah. And so the state that Adam was in was what he created. Uh, I'm sure we've all heard this before. we caught on one, Oma. And so if Adam had become sin, when he gave birth, they were bearing his image and his likeness. It's even mentioned in uh, Genesis 5. Let me go to quick. Genesis, Genesis 5, verse 3. Uh, hmm, uh-huh. Verse 3. Uh-huh. When Adam lived 130 years, he became the father of a son in his own likeness, according to his image. That was said. Yeah. And so from there on man began to produce after the image and likeness. And the image and likeness after the fall was a fault, was it was the image and likeness of sin and death.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's how come the entirety of humanity fell. But when we come to Christ Jesus, when we come to Christ Jesus, we receive life. So, Hence, uh, I'm going to read a lot of scriptures for,
2: for, <laughs> for, for, for
1: our listeners. Sure. We to the five, verse 12. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world, and death through sin, so death spread through to all mankind because all sin. And if you go on downwards, it talks about how Christ bought life. And so, in Christ as God brought the solution was Christ Jesus. And verse seventeen it says what much the five verse seventeen, for if by the transgression of one death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life. Through the one Jesus Christ. So our journey, our born again experience begins by first coming to Christ Jesus.
0: Accepting Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, is That's the first stage. And how is that even possible? Uh, let me see. If I don't want to misquote because if I misquote, uh, people will say, that, hey, uh, you have what? A man of God who is quoting people wrongly. The Romans 10, verse 9, 11, verse 9 to 11 says that what? That if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your hearts that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mm. For the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness.
2: Yeah. And
1: with the mouth he confesses resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. Mm. <coughs> Forgive me. So Christ is the solution. But the moment we become born again in Christ, we are not instantly mature computer. Yeah. Like Peter, yeah. 1 Peter 2 verse 2 says that was as newborn babes desire is the same of the word. So there's a, the first stage is babyhood, like when uh, a mother gives birth to a child. Yeah, there's a baby, John, yeah. a full grown adult. So the first stage is babyhood, and the, mm. the the assignment of a baby is to desire the same of the word. Mm. You may not understand the Bible you are reading. You may not understand the scriptures, but desire it and read it anyway.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Desire it and read it anyway. Yeah. Whether you understand it or not, you must desire it and read it anyway. And that is the first assignment when we become born again. Does that come? If you are, if you claim to be a born again believer, if you claim to be a born again believer and you're not reading the Bible, hey, then how are you going? Mm. It, is a, it is a, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may go thereby. Yeah. The next stage is childhood, the childhood stage. And uh, let me see, um, let's go to first Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Okay. First Corinthians, okay. first Corinthians, chapter, uh, after Romans, yes, yeah, it's First Corinthians 13.
0: Can I, can I read?
1: Yes, let may read. Okay.
0: When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put away the childhood, the ways of childhood behind me.
1: Amen. Amen. That is Paul speaking. Yeah. So Paul saying that what he became was, a, was once a child.
2: Yeah.
1: The childhood stage. And if you look at the stage, the stage of a child, Paul said what um when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I, like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. Mm-hmm. So the stage of a child is what they talk before they even go in. They probably mm-hmm. even think about it. And it like, why did I even say that? Yeah, But it's all part of the good. So sometimes you're you, you you are, you are a Christian, ah, you, you, you just, you don't know why. Suddenly, students have no conversation, just talk. And they go and think, ah, why did I even say that? You get angry, then just flare up. They don't know. You're still growing. Right, right. You see,
2: children ask questions. A
1: child will come and ask, uh, mommy, mommy, hey, mommy, 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 why, why, why do I eat? Why, why, why am I breathing off? <laughs> Children only have a lot of questions. They don't know why they're asking, but they have questions. Yeah. But it's for the next stage, it's child stage. I believe Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. Let me see, where is it? And so we all attain the unity of the faith of this and you know, of the knowledge of the Son of God to a maturement, the measure of the fullness of the such which belongs to Christ. The verse 4 says As a result, we are no longer to be. Children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine and by the trickery of men by craftiness in deceitful scheming. So child, you see, a child can easily be deceived. Yeah. You can tell a child that, uh, you can easily tell a child that uh, their meat or their willet is kakai and they'll cry and say, take it. the next thing, so from babyhood, actually design is the same of the recycling. So you have a desire for questions. Every time you don't ask questions, you know why? Yeah, it's childhood. Because a child, I think that a child wants to understand the environment.
2: Hmm.
1: I want to know what this is about? If you've, if you had nephews or little siblings, or if baby sits with someone child before, you realize this. You have a lot of questions, uncle. Please, uncle. Anchor this, anchor that. They will ask a thousand and one questions. It's because they want to understand. But the next stage is a, a child. So babyhood, the first stage. Second stage, you come to childhood. Then the next stage, you come to manhood. Hmm. Or young man. Right. If Young man. We have a few scriptures. Let me see. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24 to 26. Hebrew 11, 24 to 26. <laughs> I don't know why this cough is trying to appear from no way 24 it says by faith when he had grown up refused to be called the son of pharaoh
2: mm-hmm.
1: pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to endure children with the people of god than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin so when you get to man one of the first stages is that we start not uh, getting angry not desiring the pleasure of sin of the flesh mm. When, I get, when you get, we get to manhood, suddenly, I you used to be cool when you became born you were still listening to hip-hop. You are still listening to... No, hip-hop is not bad. The genre is not bad. But there's some, some artists, some sexual artists, some people that you're listening to. Uh-huh. The reason I'm saying the genre is not bad is because Lee Gray is a hip-hop artist because it's genre. Mm-hmm. But there's some... <laughs> yeah. You used to watch some things. You used to watch some, some, some things. You see, you didn't see anything wrong with it. But the more you kept feeding on the word of God, the more you kept praying, the more you kept fellowship with believers. Ah, Suddenly, it's like something now—the same desire you used to have it was like it's gone. Now you just can't stand it. You don't have anything to do with it. You are coming to manhood. Moses, see, that was when he had grown up, refused to be called the Pharaoh's daughter, the son of uh, the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather ill treatment for the people of God than to enjoy the plasm, passing pl- pledges of sin. That is manhood stage. Another scripture is let me see first Corinthians chapter four, verse three to four. I'm trying my best not to preach because person want to bring clarity. First Corinthians chapter four. Right? verse three to four. First Corinthians four, three to four. But to me, it is very it is a very small thing that I may be examined by you hum- by you or any human court. In fact, I not I do not even examine myself. For I am conscious of nothing against myself, yet I am not by this acquitted. But the one who examines me is the Lord. So when it comes to manhood, you come to this, this, this knowing that now it's not about you. Now everything you're doing, you have God in mind. Mm. Your, your, your desire is that God is going to examine me. So Paul even said, well, it's not even him himself. He doesn't even examine himself. Right. You, start, you, start, you start losing appetite of using your own standards to determine whether, that, whether you're right or wrong. Mm. Now you have this consciousness that ah no God mm, now nah, I'm a child of God mm, now nah. would Jesus do this? Some of you say will Jesus do this? That's a man who stage. And Bible says oh, what? Uh, where is it? Um, this first John. Let's go to first John. First John chapter two, verse twelve to fourteen. First John two, verse twelve to fourteen. Let's John two. Verse twelve. In fact, it even lists the stages. The, the as, as I read, I am writing to you, yeah. little children, because your sins have been forgiven for his name's sake. Mm-hmm. So normally, at childhood stage, you start wrestling with sin. And most, at the childhood stage, you are always hey, I've sinned, I've sinned. It's not like i sin conscious, but mm-hmm. you begin to realize your flaws and your, your weaknesses. But words. it says, be calm, for you are forgiven. So a childhood stage, it comes start comes to, the, to the realization that, oh, I am loved. God loves me. God has forgiven me. So I must always run to Him. He says, What? I'm writing to you, uh, I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know Him who has been from the beginning. i writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. So the stage, the, the man who stage is also a stage of a lot of wrestling.
2: Right. Wow.
1: Suddenly you have no idea. Suddenly, some nonsense last that you don't really understand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like it's trying to overpower you. But you too, you know yourself that ah, this thing, I don't I didn't need to be like this do so. Right. Right. Is
2: it's,
1: it's it's the man who stage, the young man, young men, the rest because you're building muscles. Is that like the man who stage or the young the young man stage You beginning to build muscles?
2: Right.
1: Suddenly to have a it? desire, like, hey suddenly there's an edge to what? To lay hands, there's an edge to what? You want to be cast out devils, there's an edge to exercise uh, authority and power. It's all part of the young man's stage. Right. But all of that, and then the next stage is what? Fatherhood. Mm. Was, as as I said, so I write to you fathers, okay. because you know him who has been from the beginning. And who's the one who has been from the beginning? God. Yeah, and that's the place Moses came to. Moses knew the ways of God.
2: Right.
1: The fatherhood stage, you now know the ways of God. But how did you get to that point? You went through babyhood, through childhood, through manhood. Every season, every time you went through, it was bringing you closer to God. Paul said in Second Corinthians chapter three, verse eighteen. Second Corinthians three eighteen, that beholding in the mirror, we are being transformed. Uh, where is it? Three eighteen. To him. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. And that mirror is the word of God. So as you're beholding, you are growing. The way a child, all a child is, is eating and also exercising. Yeah. Suddenly a child starts to crawl. That's all. Yeah, that's still babyhood. Now, now starts to walk small. Then when they get to child, they, see they are running and all. They are falling and getting hit. Yeah, and at, at a childhood stage you get hit a lot. Mm. But all of this is built, that's what I said little children, for you have been forgiven your sins.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that's like the foundational. <clears throat> but so that's what the righteous shall fall seven times, and seventh times he shall rise. Silence, someone angered you, you don't know why, and you just you just insulted a person you like, oh, he's not feeling regrets. Oh, why did I do that? Oh, they're and to apologize to God. But see, the thing is that you must still keep on beholding the word. Because uh, the thing is this. The word of God is what will transform you and build you up and grow you. So if you're not beholding the word, you're not feeding on the word, there's no way you can grow. But these are the four, are the four stages. But now, the question is how to identify spiritual maturity. And the sign of spiritual maturity is actually one.
0: Mm-hmm. It is love. Wow. This...
1: Because according to First John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. 1 John 4, 7. 1 John 4. We are reading a lot of scriptures. It says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God the one who does not love does not know god for god is love if god is love and you claim to be a child of god then you must you must work in love there's a scripture i i, I, I can't remember the love of christ has been shed abroad in our hearts do you know that the love of christ the love of God, has been shed abroad in our heart by the holy spirit the word love there in the greek is agape
2: mm, right
1: so, every believer has the ability to love exactly the way God loves.
2: Hmm.
1: It is agape that's been shed word in our hearts. So, the height of maturity is love. Just Christ like told the disciples, How would the world know you are of me if you love one another? Right. Uh, there are a lot of scriptures. I don't want to go to scriptures. Yeah, so I don't that. <laughs> but love, love is a sign of spiritual maturity. Um. And see, Your your love is seen by how you handle others because love is expressed by others. If you realize something, when Christ came and summarized the law, he said it's summarized in two love towards God and love towards your neighbor.
2: So
1: the the was, I give you a new commandment love as I have loved you. Do you realize that in the language of love, self doesn't exist?
0: Hmm. Wow. (laughs) And that's like another conversation about self love and all that.
2: But anyway, I
0: know
2: I will hide,
1: but self is not in it, so you don't love us as you don't love with your, with yourself as a standard, you love with God as a standard. His love towards you,
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, but God is love, and so the true sign of spiritual maturity is actually how much you can love.
0: Wow. At this point, you
1: really can read this, <laughs> yeah, we can go this one to the 13th to understand love. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, over, over to
2: you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. But this is really great um breaking down the stages from babyhood you know you mentioned four stages but I even added the accepting Christ because that's like the foundation before you can even begin all these stages so thank you so much Reverend Robin I I want to ask as well you know you've mentioned all these um stages like babyhood childhood manhood fatherhood how do you, how do you really um, know where you are at? Okay, you've you've sort of mentioned those things, but even in knowing where you are at, how do you stay consistent to grow from one stage to the other? How do you keep you know persevering in your walk, in your faith from babyhood to childhood and not get basically get frustrated that I'm uh, like, you know, I've been here for long ex- kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the next question. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Forgive me, my network uh, misbehaved a bit. So the, the now, oh, one way, one true sign that one can know that you are growing is, is this. When you realize that you are starting to lose appetite to the standards and patterns of the world.
2: Yeah.
1: Because, let me see, let me just quote this one, I'll quote only one scripture, out of many. <laughs> Romans chapter 12, Romans chapter
0: 12, verse 2. Yeah, do not be confirmed to standards.
1: Uh-huh. Mm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may be, be able to prove the will of God. What is the acceptable, perfect, the good, acceptable and perfect will. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And if we, uh, Galatians 5, verse 22, so there's the foot of the spirit love and all that. But how do you know when you suddenly start losing appetite and conforming to the standards and the patterns of the world and suddenly you begin to grow hungry mm. towards the standards, the patterns and the appetite of the word of God? Mm. That's one sign that you know that you are growing. You know, I said that, well, maybe you should like watching some sort of romantic movies and all that, or some engaging some conversations, but suddenly you don't know why. The, suddenly it's like, ah, when you're around touch things, you feel uncomfortable. You don't know where it's coming from. Ah, you are beginning cause you are being transformed to the word of God. And they are losing the, the image and likeness of the world that you used to be patterned after? Mm. But how to stay consistent is, I've stated them in a few points. Mm-hmm. Diligent, diligence. And diligence is defined as determination and careful effort towards achieving a goal. Or you can say or perseverance. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it well, it says that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.
2: Um, yeah. And
1: not just, not just seeking Him, but diligently. Mm. And another stage is uh, another ex- example of what diligence is, is. this in Songs of Solomon chapter three, verse one to four? I you know someone is saying, "Hey, man of God, Songs of Solomon isn't it for writing love letters?" <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not for writing love letters. Get your, your head out of the yeah. gutter. <laughs> those, those are the, the love letters <laughs> to, to the girl. Uh, okay,
0: Songs of Solomon so, chapter chapter three.
1: Yeah, three, verse one, one to
0: four.
1: You can can read, Carl.
0: Okay, all right. All night long on my bed, I looked for the one my heart loves. I looked for him, but did not find him. I will get up now and go about the city through its streets and squares. I will search for the one my heart loves. So I looked for him, but did not find him. The watchmen found me as they made their rounds in the city. Have you seen the one my heart loves? It's verse, up to verse three, right?
1: Up to verse four.
0: Oh, verse four, okay. Scarcely had I passed him when I found the one my heart loves. I held him and would not let him go. Till I had brought him to my mother's house, to the room of the one who conceived me. Yeah.
1: All right. It's diligence. Mm. She woke up at night looking for as a student in your life. You just wake up, then you go, You're just hungry for God. She went what, to the streets. She didn't find, it, but she didn't stop. She went to the watchmen, men of God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: they're men of God going for you're generally you're going for one worship service to the other prayer meeting to the other, but they never stopped, She never stopped until she found him. Yeah, that is diligence. Okay. Another mm-hmm. example of diligence in Second Peter chapter one verse nineteen second peter chapter
2: one
1: my accent is trying to come second peter
0: let it come let it come second peter chapter one verses 19 okay so okay we also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable and you will do well to pay attention to it as a light shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts.
2: So
1: now, the prophetic message that the word of God. See the words, you will pay attention to it, yeah. like a lamp shining in a dark place. It means that like there's there's no light. The only light you have is a lamp.
2: Yeah.
1: You keep your eyes in the lamp ah, until the day begins to dawn. Mm. When the day begins, when the, when the day dawns or the day the dawn is breaking. The day is breaking. Yeah. The dawn is, the is dawning. Light is beginning to come in, but you don't stop. You still keep your eyes on it until the monster arises in your heart. Oh, Diligence. Wow. Diligence. You don't lose sight of the word of God. If all you can memorize is John 16, you meditate on it until it begins to the day begins to dawn. But you still don't stop until the monastery arises in your heart. There was a day you will know for certain that ah something has changed. Mm. Mm. Another another way. To what be consistent with what holding fast your confession? Hmm. holding fast your confession. The, the other scripture,
2: Did let's just read only one, one yeah. scripture.
1: Okay, so let's only read one scripture Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 to 25. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. What is Hebrews 10, 23? Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he will promise is faithful. Let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. That also leads me to my next point. Association.
2: Mm.
1: Not forsaking the garden of the saints. Mm. But in, in someone, someone else, do not be... Let's read chapter psalm book psalm one verse one and two.
0: Verse, the man who works on the council of dangoli Yes.
2: Yeah. we will
0: see Okay, so verse one. That said, is the one who walks not in the step, in step with the wicked, or stands in the way that sinners take. Sinners take or sit in the company of mocus But who's to the law of the Lord and he meditates on it day and night?
1: Day and night. So you see, association. After all, evil company corrupts good character. Yeah. So consistency, you have to stay consistent. Association is a part. Another thing is prayer. And what prayer? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 22, and then Philippians chapter 4, verse 16. To seven and the other verses, but prayer life, mm. praying to his path because prayer also leads to edification
0: Right.
1: So prayer life. Another thing is that the last point I was leave for now, so mm. I don't talk too much and end up putting the same It's your thoughts life.
2: <laughs>
1: the things you think about. Philippians mm. chapter four, verse eight to nine. That's a, that's a popular uh, scripture about, about yeah you're... Yes, whatever is a you know and the you and a you for the Where is it crap? Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good, of good repute. Mm. If there is any excellence, and if anything is worthy of praise dwell on these things. For mm. so mm. your first life, second Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 5. I mean. Your so first life, and she, the things that you watch, the things you listen to, all influences the, your first life. That's how come your association is very important. The fact that they are even churchgoers, they are believers or they are Christians, but their are, their are mouth and many more, more, more bone, they're always speaking fear and all that. Mm. Mm. Beloved, I so say, careful.
2: <laughs>
1: association goes a long way yeah. into influencing even your, your your manifestation as a child of God in the kingdom.
0: Yeah.
1: So I mean these are the few things
0: yeah and these things have been so useful i'll I'll compile them and share but wow being diligent con- if you want to be consistent you know be diligent persevere hold fast your confession prayer association and i think i've missed one but um i'll definitely see That's say that again and thoughts like, life. Very, your very, life. very, very, very yeah. important, actually, very, very important the things you consume go a long way to affect how you, um, yeah, pursue God in many ways. Okay, so I think that uh, we'll be wrapping up this conversation because we've, we've <laughs> overspent our time, but I have a bonus question here that I will ask. And then afterwards, maybe you can respond to this in like a minute or two, and then we will be done. So, the question is why do we have to pray when God's will will be done anyway?
2: Okay. Uh, Okay. All right. And the one minute. Yes. Very good.
1: (laughs) Okay. The thing is, this God's will being done is not automatic. If you don't pray or not, God's will being done is not automatic. And the reason is this: see, it it, it will always need a human collaboration. The world will be done on earth as it is right. in heaven. Right. But the one on earth that is accomplishing and manifesting that is the man. So Christ said, What well, I do what I see my father do, I see what I hear my father say. The father's will have already been done in heaven. But Christ was the agent on earth, unfolding the exact realities that God had already unfolded in heaven. And so god's will is not automatic it will always forever need a collaboration between man and how does man collaborate with god by prayer prayer is one way that we collaborate with god
2: right so
1: yeah. when we are praying prayer is not only communication it's not only a weapon it's not only for building ourselves and edification but it is a channel for our collaboration with god on yes. earth and yes. one scripture is james chapter 5 verse 17 to 18 said Elijah was a man of like passion like us, but he prayed and the, to God, then the, the heavens were shut for three years, and he prayed again, and then it rained. But before Elijah did that, God spoke to the Israelites in Deuteronomy 28 about some things that they must do as they enter into a covenant together, and that if they break it, what will happen? So Elijah prayed those prayers was because the people do not stick to the cup, co- the, the, the the laws or the terminology of the covenant they had with God. Mm. But in order for that to be made manifest, a man had to pray. To
2: pray.
1: Someone like Daniel. Daniel looked into the scriptures and realized that ah, the, the time for the Israelites being in captivity had come to, had, had had reached. So he began to pray. If he had not prayed, Gabriel would have not been released.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: That Michael also would not be released. Come and says Gabriel. He's able to bring the answer and yes. all things to unfold. And so prayer is important. Yeah. To pray to collaborate with God.
0: On the God. So
1: Yeah, that's why we pray. Because Indeed. God's will is not automatic.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: beloved, you have to pray.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Beloved, we have to pray. Thank you so much, Reverend Robin. This has been so insightful. So just a summary for this question is really that prayer is partnership with God. So God's will being done is not automatic. Thank you so, so much. So... A quick one. So just a a quick activity before we go. And I hope it's fun, but let's see how it goes. So I'm going to set a timer for 90 seconds. And I want you to summarize all these practical tips that you've shared with us in those 90 seconds. So I'm ready when you are. I can start the timer and then we'll, we'll do that. All
1: right you can start
0: okay you we'll start
1: all right so hey 90 seconds hey nice, it's already seconds <laughs> prayer is important beloved mm-hmm. reading the bible is so important read the bible steady don't only read the bible when you go to church your association is very very crucial
2: yeah.
1: this is this i can't i can't i can't stress on how important it is the environment you create around yourself, the association, the things you see, the things you watch, they are all informing your spirit, your soul. Prayer is very important. I've mentioned prayer. I've mentioned diligence. Don't Mm -hmm. give up. Beloved, the righteous shall fall seven times and seven times he shall rise. When he falls, he's still righteous. But the thing is not about staying down. It's about rising up. Mm. So if you should pray two hours and fall into one hour, thirty minutes, still rise and pray. Rise up. Rise up. And one uh, 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 thing I'll say is this. Until Christ comes, and to the day ends, mm. trust me, there's always hope to start again or to continue what you've left off. No. So never give up. It's a race. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not 100 meters. And you're not competing with any a believer. Everyone is designed for a different assignment and purpose. But you need to grow. So please Be diligent. Pray, don't you could pray? What are 10 seconds or two seconds or one minute, pray. <laughs> Read the word. Watch your association. Watch your association. God bless you. I hope, I hope,
2: God bless <laughs> you, ah, you made it. <laughs> I'm coming for my <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, reverend Robin. So um any last words before I thank our listeners, and then we are out of here
1: god loves you so much he has not brought you this far to leave you or abandon you so wipe your tears rise up and continue walking but one thing is this no matter what, never give up Mm. for so long as there is life there is hope so never give up Mm. never throw in the towel if god has not brought you an expected end and it's no glorious and it's no good you've not reached the destination yet so yeah. never give up yeah. never yeah. give up
0: thank you so much thank you so thank you much
1: for me. Thank, thank you for
2: having you me
0: for honoring our invitation and of course a big thank you to our listeners for keeping us company in the dairy room today we, we drank a lot of milk today and very soon we'll be chewing bows. <laughs>
2: <Yay. laughs>
0: So yes, please subscribe to the Day Room podcast so that more people can learn how to grow and mature in Christ. And leave us a rating. Share any questions or comments that you may have on our Instagram page as well at the DearDaby. So thank you and talk to you next week.